0: And welcome back to the DC United Kingdom podcast. It is season three and episode 17. It has been a few weeks so I do apologize. I did have a holiday and the first question I'm going to answer on that one, Aaron, because you asked me that one. How was my holiday? It was bloody fantastic. So thank you very much. Um, as you'll see, I've got a couple of guests this week. Yes, there's more than Daniel. We've got a new guest on the show. So we've got Tom, but we'll uh, get him to do a little introduction just in a second. But Daniel, welcome back to the show. How are you doing?
1: Oh, you know, like like a warm blanket. This just feels right. This is, you know, I, 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 I missed it and I'm back and this just, this feels really good. You know, like, like getting into a car with a leather interior. This just feels so good. Being back in front of the microphone, being with my homeboys. Being with the DC UK supporters group chat, this is this has been a really good time, and and especially after a tremendous win uh, last night, um, I'm I'm just tickled right now.
0: Yes, and I love your analogies, but you don't want to be a, a car with the leather seats on an August day in DC because that will absolutely be burning, and you will <laughs> stick to the chair. You don't want that. Um, but thank you for coming back, Daniel. It is awesome to have you on. Uh, but we have our new guy. He is Tom. Um, introduce yourself, Tom. Give us a little bit of a background to yourself, uh, because there is hey. a little known fact to you that we've uh, we found quite ticklish.
2: Yeah, so I am a diehard lifer, DC United. Um, I'm actually, you know, from England, but I've got, yeah.
0: Yeah, there, listen- there's, there's no accent there, is there?
2: If you listen to the accent, I sound like I'm from Boston. Um, I'm <laughs> not Cape Town. Very, very heavy, very heavy American accent. I moved here when I was like four or five, but I've always kept in touch with my English roots. And yeah, I mean, I still consider myself English. <laughs>
1: For what no. it's worth, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little history into this, oh. is because you have the rhotic R you actually yeah. pronounce your r's very you know uh oh. very clearly there
0: we go i, I would, didn't even notice that but then which, i'm yeah. supposed i'm english so i, I wouldn't notice it
2: <laughs> my so mom which, is also a reading specialist so it might have just been like <laughs> what?
1: yeah but. which i would argue is the true english because of the fact that since you know sort of like whenever the time of you know when when the colonies broke off from england they kept erotic r but as england became more uh i guess as more people became affluent in that area they started sort of having that soft r so to this degree mm. i would argue that you and i are more English than James is.
0: Oh, cheers for that. But
1: <laughs> let me let me just can I just quickly
0: can I just quickly ask you, were you saying an erotic R because that's a bit
1: No, erotic.
0: Oh erotic. Oh, I thought you were saying an erotic R and I'm thinking <laughs> R's are not that sexy. <laughs> it, depends on
1: depends on the dialogue. Depends <laughs> on the language in the dialogue. You True. know that yeah yeah for sure.
0: Yes, anyway, we're not going to go into erotica because that's not what this podcast is all about. That's a very different turn. Um, oh, we're all, we're on a But we have had here. some absolute sexy football recently. Yes, sexy football we had last night. But before we do that, thank you for giving you a little intro there, Tom, because it is always good to have someone new. You're a, nice. a fairly new DC, UK member, which is great to see. It is yeah. growing. And I'll tell you what. Over the last sort of month or two, it has absolutely exploded. So if you want to come and join us, um, just head to kingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, get yourself joining in because it is growing. We've got people from all walks of life um, in there. We've got people, obviously, majority is Americans, So it's always good to have you guys on. But we have a few of us from over here in England. And we've got some Europeans as well on there, which is Awesome. Uh, we've got, uh, as as she said, Andy Nahar's biggest fan. And that is from Andy Nahar himself. So there you go. Um, right. Um, normally we go into a score prediction update, but for this week, we're not going to give an update because Tom is new and we're just going to skip this. Am I getting hazed? <laughs> no you, Well, you know, we me mean Daniel have got a little of a bit of a bet on. Um, I don't know whether you know about this, Tom, but... Um, in the league. So, the way we do it is if we get the result right, so if it's a win, loss, or draw, we get that yeah. part of it right, we get a point. Kind of simple. But if we get the scoreline correct, we then get three points. So, um, but unfortunately, oh, Dan- I love that. Yeah. Daniel's in the lead at the moment. Um, and which means that at the end of the season, I have to wear a uh, New Jersey Metro Star jersey. Ugh. Yeah. That's the bet. But Daniel's a diehard um, Arsenal fan, which means if I win, he gets to wear a Spurs jersey.
2: Well, Daniel, we'll, uh, all my friends, I mean, four out of five of my very close friends are all Arsenal like diehard fans. So we'll chat about those mistakes.
1: Later. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce, and then- Pierce, Mor- Pierce Morgan makes me r- almost regret the decision
2: pretty much every time. Piers Piers Morgan is a a team changer. Yes.
0: Whenever he opens his mouth, it's just instant regret. And I just think, why can't we just have kept, let you guys keep him? We could have kept him over there, but now you had to, you had to deport him and bring him back over here. And it's just, and then we kicked him off uh, Good Morning Britain TV, which is Britain.
1: Absolutely brilliant.
0: That was an absolute glorious day. Um, Anyway, just for you, the listeners out there, Tom, you are also a different United fan. You are a Man United fan. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one.
2: Oh no, you're very, very yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I'm a diehard Man United fan. Um, my dad has the unfortunate life of being named Alex Ferguson, <laughs> um, so so he used to get like calls, and they would be like, "Is this, you know, is this Sir Alex?" And he'd be like. No!
0: (laughs) So you mean to say you are not the son of Sir Alex Ferguson?
2: I am not, no. no, You're not Darren
0: Ferguson then?
2: No, I'm not Darren. I'm not Darren. Uh, But my dad has always mentioned that to why we left England. (laughs) To be like, (laughs) not dealing with it.
0: (laughs) I mean, surely, there would know from the accent straight away. I mean, he's not, I'm guessing your dad's not Scottish.
2: I mean, uh, no, know. Um, he spent most of. It, I mean, his family. It's really funny. His family is Austrian. Um, so we have like his dad's side, which is Northern England, Scotland, and then his mom's side is Austrian. And there you so, go. Yeah, we're from uh, we're from Gams, Gams, or and closest city is Graz. Ah, okay, yep.
0: I yeah. do, do know that. I think, have Mills played any Austrian teams in Europe back in the day? I don't think we did, but football manager, I know one, from that. I
2: was going to say, our big one is uh, Vienna-Austria,
0: mm. you know Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rapid Vienna.
2: Yeah.
0: That, that's, uh, Sturm, Graz, that's the kind of teams that I know from Austria anyway. Is there right. a Red Bull team over there as well?
2: Yeah, Salzburg.
0: Yes, that's it. Yes, didn't it?
2: It, it went, it's, a, it's an amazing team, actually. They have a um, a striker, an Asian player. Yes,
0: who's
2: like amazing.
0: Yes, I know the guy because um, he's he had a really good card on their FIFA Ultimate Team. Did he? Yeah, his pace was just insane. So that's why he was really good. Because FIFA, oh, all you need is pace, yeah. and that's it. But.
2: I want to say his name is Hui Chan. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean...
0: He is very good.
2: I'll, I'll look it up later. <laughs> yeah,
0: he is very, yeah, very good. Very the good ads-
2: player. You know, really broke out of his shell and he's like 22 years old. So.
0: Great future ahead of him then. Get him to DC. Yeah. Speaking of getting people to DC, I'm going to kick off with the big news. That's just happened as of today. So we're recording this on Thursday, the uh, 5th of August. Excuse me. Um... And it has been announced that Messi is no longer a Barcelona player. I mean, granted his contract actually had run out and he had already been free agent, but they were hopeful of renewing that deal. But yeah. you know what? Let's have him at DC. I mean, why not? I've already tweeted out saying that we've got Gressel who will abs- who will bang in the assist for him. We've got Kevin Paredes, who's willing to learn from him. And um, we've got Andy Nahar because you know, Nahar is just an absolute legend. Um, and we've got Bill and Gold to keep the clean sheets. Um, so, where would Messi fit in a DC team? Because
3: well, the- you've got
0: Ola Kamara, the greatest MLS goal scorer of all time oh, right God.
3: now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's like regretting his uh, quote from earlier on in the season. So it's 5,000% that he's just absolutely against Ola Kamara. Yes, he's leading the way in goals per minute.
1: So I will say, well, uh, (laughs) I love that. No, honestly, like I am humbled and delighted by uh, how he has come along in the past few matches. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I I am sorry. I doubted him really uh, that it's pretty uh, incredible the way he's been able to find his form and really just banging goals. Uh, yeah. and, and I will say you were agreeing with me for a while. I
0: mean, it like... was a little bit because there was called the Sakamara. Um, he was always in his little area, always offside. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, since um, I think as the team has got more used to the way we play now, the Lasada Ball era, he's just found his feet. Um, yeah. Gressel started to find him a bit yeah. more. Um it's just down to Kamara's consistency um, of putting the ball back into the back of the net, because if he was consistent, he'd already be in double figures. He'd probably be the leading goal scorer in the league. Um, It's just, it's great to see. And it's a shame about his smile because he got that chipped tooth in the uh, game against, was that Cincinnati, that one, I think? Uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was Uh, Cincinnati. Big midweek game, Cincinnati. Yeah.
0: Um, And that bust split tongue. Oh, I don't know whether you saw the picture on that one. I think I shared it in the group. It was gross. It was, it was gross. absolutely horrendous. Yeah. But fair play. I don't know how he carried on. He carried I on half time. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's the thing. Seeing that and being like, oh, like this guy just like took it on the chin and just like. I mean, literally going. took it on the chin. I mean, literally <laughs> took it on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy just like kept going. You're just like, wow, like yeah okay like i I respect
0: that footballers generally will get a bit i've got a bit of a reputation for going down far too easy and being a bit weak when you compare them to say rugby players um but the way kamara just just was lying there just i had to spit it out yeah yeah (laughs) you i mean it looked like there was a bit of there was a tooth that came out there um and there's a lot of blood and there's like yeah sod it I'll just carry on why not and I think he had Uh, we drew nil nil on that one but you know it was good but anyway back to Messi Um, how yeah how would you feel because we generally will play a 3-4-3 at the moment and you've got Paredes who's playing on the left out the front three at the moment it's normally him or Perez yeah so and then rainer has been playing on the right right. you've got Paul (laughs) I'm like hang on who would, I, who would I replace? Out of the, because Messi usually is the lead guy. Yeah. But right now, I really wouldn't replace Karma, Kamara right now. And who would have thought you would say that?
1: I mean, you'd have to, I mean, you know, here's the thing is, is we still have questions about Kamara's consistency. Yeah. And, sure. you know, for, for what it's worth, I mean, um, he would be a perfect super sub in that situation.
0: True. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's,
1: and
2: I think I I feel like it's important that when you have a veteran, like when we had Rooney come over, that mm-hmm. uh, it's important that they're not just coming over here to build their own brand and to get a paycheck. Yeah. Right? You really want someone that's going to have like that impact on the rest of the team. And yeah, yeah that would be amazing if she came. I mean,
0: I mean, every game would be sold out. I don't think you would see an empty seat in the house for any yeah. other game going forward These with the Messi. It would voice. be
2: at two hundred
0: percent. yeah. I don't. You. It would be difficult to get into that ground. One hundred percent. It would. It. It would make life a lot more difficult for the casual fan to get there. I reckon it would. It would certainly turn the crop of casual fans now into more solid fans. And that would, be, that would be amazing just from that aspect. But then you'll have the results on the pitch. But then you look at a lot of these players who are ageing and you look at their recent form. You look at Gonzalo Higuain, who thought he'd come over here and just smoke a cigarette and just bang goals in, but he's found it tough. You look at Zlatan, he found it tough. He didn't... Have, LA Galaxy is the only team he's played at that he's not won a trophy at.
2: Yeah, I mean, couldn't even get into the playoffs.
0: Yeah. If then, I mean, Chicharito took his time getting getting used to the league. and Granted, he's had an absolute storm of this season, but his first season yeah. was very, very tough. Rooney, to a point, wasn't the out-and-out goal scorer that we were hoping he would be. Um, he was more of a deep-lying forward who was... Chase the game down and set more, do more assists rather than score. Um, I think the a uh, the era of the aging player coming over here to pick up the paycheck has kind of now gone. So we I hope- mean,
2: yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I I hope so. It's the MLS is looked at, you know, or has been looked at as a retirement league. And you kind of want to kill that off. It's like, no, this is you know, this is serious. This is just like a different format in terms of the league and playoffs. Um, So it's kind of nice to see. Actually, next opponents Montreal. You have Victor Wanyana coming. Yeah. uh, From Tottenham, who and I mean he's an amazing, San defensive midfielder um so it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a tough challenge but he came here at 29
0: yeah but he's suspended
2: yeah and yeah because yes. of, yeah we yeah
0: we'll talk about that in a bit though and the reason why he's suspended. <laughs> because exactly that was we'll that. yeah that was quite funny to say the least um any other thoughts on a messy situation daniel
1: You know, uh, I think it's funny to sort of dream and get caught up in the hype of it. But for what it's worth, he he ends up in Paris, England or China, you know, whichever uh, whichever I don't think China. uh, there is very few clubs that can foot the bill that messy requires and yeah yeah. it's it's ridiculous it kind of sucks but yeah that's that's just the truth of the matter right there and that's probably why dc even put out that tweet because like they even know they can't even sniff that price point (laughs) no
0: absolutely but saying that he would he would bring in the revenue just from shirt sales maybe it's not to cover the full cost but you would see the reputation of the club just go to a whole new level and it would certainly put the club on the map, but you're right; we wouldn't be able to afford it. It would we wow. would go into so much debt, and it's just not worth it, just for what you'll get. What maybe two two seasons out of it?
2: I mean, if that yeah, you're but still prime player, <laughs> think, think,
1: it's think true. Of, yeah. Well, and then just think of the TAM uh, limitations, and just I don't, I don't even. There's, there's no club <laughs> under under this sort of financial uh, regulated system that we have. Mm. I, I'm sure with the billionaire owners that MLS boasts, uh, if, if they got rid of those constraints, sure, Messi could be floated some serious money mm. uh, by MLS. Um, but yeah, just the way the league is structured, it would just be a impossibility to bring him over here.
0: Yeah, Correct. the only t- the only way I see him actually playing in MLS is if he signs for Man City. Yeah, and he gets loaned to New York City. Yep.
1: Yeah, That's
0: the only way it's gonna happen. And we don't want
2: that.
1: No, we really
0: don't <laughs> want that. No, but th- genuinely, that will that would be it or he'd get shipped off to Australia and play for Melbourne City. That would be hilarious. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> the New- is it the Newcastle Jets? I think it's the Newcastle Jets, yeah. Oh, now that would, I mean, that would be funny just seeing Messi playing in Australia. That would be, that would, that, that would blow my mind. Um, right, so other bits of news. We'll move away from Messi now. So in terms of American stuff, um, we've obviously had the Olympics on recently. Uh, the US women's national team, they were knocked out in the semi-final by Canada 1-0, uh, but they have got that bronze medal. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, so fair play to that—they actually still managed to pull through and actually get something from the t- from the games. Um, but more importantly for us as a club, um, DC United, uh, the US Men's National Team won the Gold Cup. Ariola was captaining in the final, and Donny Pines made made an appearance in the tournament, which is just awesome to see. And so, Donny, if you're listening, we're proud of you. <laughs>
1: In the short of it, England stumbled so America could run.
0: Sorry, um, I, d- I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. what, well,
0: what, well, 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 what, what, what are you on about, Daniel? What are you on about? <laughs> All we need to know is the USA brought it home.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that is, you know, and that's that's, you know, just the way of things is that, you know, America brings it home. I was Uh,
2: gonna say typical American.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Claiming that we're the first to everything and win it and win it all. And nobody wins anything else.
1: (laughs) Uh no, but yeah, that's it's it's super great. Uh especially seeing uh I think you know, speaking of Pines, I think he will uh he has a good shot at being in the uh World Cup qualifiers. Mm. Uh, and, and quite possibly in the world cup squad, uh, he performed, um, just, just really solidly, uh, didn't see a whole lot as, as far as him, you know, uh, letting a lot get through. So, you know, uh, pines is, is, is I think, uh, a lock at this point, um, as far as areola goes, he's had a couple of knocks, uh, you know, he, he uh, the past couple of years have just been so rough for him. And um, I, I hope he's he's found kind of his footing, his fitness, and can stay sort of at that level. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, seeing uh, Areola and Pines in the World Cup qualifiers and then ultimately in the World Cup uh, would be fantastic.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with I agree with him completely. I mean, it's a really exciting team, but. One thing that's always in doubt is that back line. Yeah, and it's like you know, is this a team that can actually do something? I always give my American friends crap for getting knocked out of last World Cup. I turned that into bingo.
0: Yeah, and no, it was. Oh, like, painful. Dark times. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was
2: like a rough time, but yeah. Um, and obviously there's so much better now. I mean, they have so much talent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I kind of just want to like, see that showcase and there's a lot of attack. Um, but I really want to see, you know, players that step in and I hope, I mean, I hope that Donovan Pines can be part of that.
1: Watching the growth of Giazzi Zardes, um, it, you know, over the years, uh, he is becoming, I think, just month to, month by month, just a more complete striker as a player. Uh, is he your
2: number one USA striker? I I would say so. Number I would.
1: Nine?
0: He is. Are we are we talking about the same Zardes? Because I'm thinking Zardes only gets his goals because he's very fluky.
1: And and that is that is the thing. Uh right that, that right word, the joke is is yeah. it, no, it's funny because whenever I see a player make a nipple goal, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a Zarda's goal right there. Uh in, in
0: <laughs> Did you say a nipple goal? Yes. A yes. nipple.
1: That's, so
2: <laughs>
0: that's a first for me. Nipple. As in yeah. this thing.
2: Oh, and, I can't do that for the rest of my life.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> of which i think kamara i think we can credit one of kamara's goals as as a nipple goal. or no i think i think he i think he missed a a very clear nipple goal chance uh a couple of games ago <laughs> so well oh, fantastic you know, um kind of so I think to a degree, like, you know, that is, that is a reputation that Zardes uh, has built up over the years. But I think as time has gone on, as, as he's become uh, just more comfortable, and I think just the fact that, like, being within the Burhalter system, you know, in Columbus yeah. and then with the national team, uh, I think there's a continuity there that is just so much better for him in his growth as a player. Uh, and, and I think just watching, watching his progress uh, over time, um, I, I I'm really impressed by
2: how far he's come along there. It's, yeah, true. No, it's true. I agree. And it's kind of cool to see that, like, we had a gold cup team Yeah, that like, was really pushing, you know, really was at times dominating. Um, and it makes you think, like, you know, where are we going to get in the World Cup? We have Sergina Desk, mm-hmm. We have Dest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Yedlin, in, who's probably going to play the other side. It's such a exciting team, and it just shows the progress of soccer in the yeah. U.S., and and, 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 i'm excited
1: uh weston mckinney uh is is becoming a monster uh he he's one of my uh, i watched him uh when he played in in germany and you know man he was he was making strides even just like in his early days there um and then yeah when he made his move to juventus i was like yeah they get it you know, they know yeah. they they know. Uh yes. so, yeah, no, uh, he is just one of my all-time favorites right now. And yeah, uh super happy to see him making an impact on the team.
0: No, definitely. Uh right, let's move on to DC News. Sorry, I'm just gonna do a quick thing to stop the recording from ending suddenly, because you know. We don't want that to happen, uh, but DC after the last night's game, we are now four games That's unbeaten, nice. which is very, very awesome. So,
3: yeah,
0: um, we'll go through the results in a brief moment. So, in terms of the those ones, um, since the last show, we've had one, two, three, four, five games, five games in the space of three weeks. I think it is, um, which is. Yeah a busy time and August remains that I think we've got nine games in 27 days or something daft like that, which is just madness. Um, but there we go. The recording is no longer going to just randomly stop on us. So we don't have to go to a break. So that's all good. Um, so you the saw first, both of us uh, <laughs> What? Now we are now on unlimited minutes, which is awesome. Um, Beautiful. Yes. It's uh, so the first game that we had since the break uh, podcast break is Philadelphia two DC United one um, Asad picking up the goal in that game but we'll just gloss over most of these um, the following game to that uh, was a tie with Chicago two uh, two where we scored uh, two goals in the space of seven minutes overall but it was uh, two goals in in the last ten minutes we made it come back uh, Paredes and Kamara getting those goals so Kamara's five thousand percent right there. Um, DC United versus Rebels um Metro Stars. I would have
2: had that game,
0: yeah. Um, I think you were wearing your T-shirt at that one, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, where we beat them 1-0, that was a fantastic result. Uh, Oli Kamara bagging the goal on that one as well. Um cool. Yeah, Gressel was absolutely phenomenal in that game, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, I just, from that game, I remember how, DC didn't have the ball the whole time. No. Um, we weren't dominating possession. We weren't doing a Man City press. We, But when we got the ball, you could really see that we were attacking that final third. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they killed it. That ball to Kamara was perfect. There was, a,
0: there was perfect. a few of them as well, wasn't there? From Gressel yeah. to Kamara. It was just, yeah. Gressel was finding him consistently. Gressel was, was
2: definitely in play of the game. Yeah,
0: which, sure, I think he was actually voted man of the match as well, wasn't he? From yeah, from that, uh, yeah. there's that ball to where well, there's the goal one, and then there was the volley, uh, which Kamara fluffed, uh, yeah. and then there was that another throw ball, which was a bit more central, if I remember rightly. And Kamara just couldn't get it out from his feet, um, didn't want to take it yeah. on his left foot.
2: Sometimes he gets stuck on a cross too, so
0: yeah, but we won that game, we were kept a clean sheet again.
2: Um, yeah being a rival i mean
0: yeah i mean it's been nice it was
1: was a chippy game too they they had about seven yellow cards uh in that one so yeah no looking at looking at the uh app right now um yeah yeah, you you had uh about three reds um from new york oh no so then was sorry about that no yeah four four or four yellows from new york
0: yeah. And then I was
1: like, three reds. Three reds?
0: Like, Which game was I was I Sorry.
1: Well, the following game, you know, has, has been on my mind for, for a little while. But Cincinnati. yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. but yeah, frustrating. Um seeing just like you know, kind of that that degree of aggression that's not necessarily uh, you know, and and I think we'll get into that with uh what Losada was talking about recently mm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. definitely so the following game to that red bull one was the cincinnati game as tom you've just mentioned there Um uh, where we finished the game with nine men yeah it's a bit of a sore point um especially for me i get why nine men were sent off because he was last man he pulled brenner down and i think brenner made a little bit of a meal of it but still you're gonna if you can uh, feel that touch you're gonna go down you can't blame yeah. Brenner for anything on that one. But
2: Nyman, I feel like the Nyman red card like kind of had to happen.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, Brenner would I'm, have scored.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, one-on-one you trust Bill, but it's also in a moment you have to think about the player yeah. and the player did what he could to help the team. And that yeah. was to pull that man down.
0: <laughs> and the, the only thing on that one for me was Nyman should have just cleared it. He had ample opportunity to either just kick it out for of a throw in or kick it all the way back to Bill.
2: Yeah, I don't know why he was taking such big touches. Yeah. As the last man.
0: Yeah, but then it is he is young. He's 17 still, I think, off the top of my head. So really? he's gonna he's gonna be prone to these kind of mistakes. But I mean you saw straight away he was gutted. He knew he'd done something wrong.
2: I know, I felt so bad for him, man. Especially and- when he had
0: a goal disallowed as well.
2: Yeah, and he is such a prominent player. He's such a guy that, like, he commands the presence whenever he plays. And it's just, like, cool to see someone who's at such a young age to be able to put in that effort and have such an impact. And I don't know, man. I felt so bad for him.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> as i said in the last episode we had uh you know there has always been a mental sharpness to nyman and i think that was just one of those things it was it was going to come at some point uh he was going to get caught in a moment uh and and so that's one of those things like that's not indicative of of who he is as a player that's just that's just something that will happen from time to time um yeah like you said there's no malice there he he knew <laughs> right when it happened that he he didn't mean uh for it to happen like that so uh really unfortunate but again yeah we we got out through it uh i think that game was a sort of testament to what dc united is capable of uh and in, in terms of how they can kind of band together hold on and and you know come out alive uh with that game so yeah, they they were put in a tough situation and they came through really well. Yeah, yeah
2: no, I agree. Um, I was really laughing because Dave actually called out my old high school soccer coach, um, <laughs> who's Joe Jow, who's now yes. coaching the. So Joe Jow's the son Philip Jow is you know the dad. Philip Jow was my coach in high school at St. John's in D.C. Um, and now I think he he coached Howard, and now he coaches the Baltimore Rays. And it was cool to, like, Joe, Joe, who's now on Cincinnati, used to come to all of our practices and basically just, like, kick our butts. And, like, literally we would do, like, two va <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Phillip, yeah and philip and joe used to just like run circles around us i mean they were both just like amazing so seeing him play is very cool um last time i saw joe play actually cincinnati went down to nine men yes that was when yeah and i mean i think that's the worst dc game i've ever been to
0: it was honest. pretty <laughs> depressing that one. No, it wasn't a good one. But Fair
4: we were on the yet. other
0: end of it this time. So, and Cincinnati still haven't won a game at their new stadium. I was glad. I'm just glad we weren't that that team that they were able yeah, to beat. That, that was be always that a, a worry. Um, and then just to round that game off, Mora with his second yellow, which was in added of time. I am always a bit dubious when you get a second yellow. In out of time because you think,
2: like, it's a ref. Understand.
0: You think, you think, to the ref, you think, Look, we've got a few minutes left, just calm it down. Let's get through it. If you do one more, then I'll send you off. But yeah. this is your final warning. But no, it's MLS. The refs are just are like, yeah. it was
2: also something that the home fans are asking for.
0: Yeah, you no, know? like
2: yeah. When, when someone plays aggressively or they get a yellow and yeah after a while like everything they do it's like yellow card yellow card yeah um so i think it was just a uh, ref you know answering the fans
0: yeah so let's move on to the game from last night yay oh, oh what a game right so game. for those who uh regular listeners you'll know what I'm about to do. I'm about to run through the stats. Uh, So, Tom, get ready for these because they're good stuff. As you say,
2: I'm I'm new.
0: You're new. Right, so the game last night. So, obviously, we won four goals to two. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Stats-wise, possession, they had, to be exact, 69.9% possession. So, we'll round it up to 70. Um, We had 30% possession in the entire game, which is not like us. We're usually a lot higher than that. Yeah. Um, we were outshot as well by 15 shots to nine, which is, again, quite unusual. We're usually, it's the other way around, normally. Um, on target, though, five each. So, okay. uh, yeah, I think mean, we've done, we done okay there. Uh, so what else do we normally go through? Um, we weren't offside at all in this game, which is, uh-huh. again, which is good. We had zero offsides, but cr- uh, the crew had two.
1: Considering we had uh, Reyna and Kamara...
0: Uh, I'm actually yeah. surprised. I'm, I'm surprised, yeah. Um, the one that I always know. gets I was like, really, <laughs> yeah, no offsides from us. I don't know how it's happened, but we'll we'll allow it. We'll uh, it. Yeah. and then yeah. fouls wise, um, it was 15 to 10, and um, we committed more fouls in that game, which again isn't a huge amount of a surprise considering we were the away team, the fans were obviously going to get the uh ref up and annoyed the hell, me, hell out of me when they were booing Bill when he went down injured yeah. that was really yeah, and I, was the, I think they booed Nahar as well when he went down injured when he had an issue with his eye so I, I'm glad the fact that straight after Bill went off we just went down the other end and just went nah we're gonna score I mean
2: I'll let yeah I'll let um, take beat on this one um I yeah it was just upsetting
0: yeah Definitely. Uh, but right now, um, we're going to do something a little bit new. We're actually going to go to uh, Hernan for his uh, post-match press conference mark So let's just hear from Hernan.
4: Well, you already know all the injuries and all the problems you have to, to find 11 players. So I won't waste any time on that. Uh, but I will use that to congratulate, congratulate all the players who get the minutes, all the players who are coming into the field, fighting for each other, no matter who is starting, no matter who is playing as a sub or uh, on the starting eleven, they are just giving their life for each other. And before the game, I show you, I showed them two things. The first one was the unbeaten record of uh, Columbus crew at home. The last time they lost was 7 October, 2020. And they just published that today before the game. Uh, so when we saw that, for us, was like a big motivation. Coming here as an underdog and try to break that record. And the second thing I showed them was no player of DC United on the MLS All-Star game, uh, which is painful because I believe there are many on our team who deserve to be there. And that may, maybe uh, it's it's due to the fact that DC was not good enough uh, the last couple of years that maybe we, we lost a little bit of respect of, of the league and of the fans and little by little with this big heart and, and fighting spirit we are coming back in, in those spots where this United uh, deserves to be. Uh, so I'm, I'm very glad for the guys because they deserve a lot more compliments than what they're getting right now and we are, we are a family we are a team who is willing to to die for each other on the field. So um, about the game, we came with a, with a plan, with a clear plan on pressing them on the right moments. We scored two out of two of our um, two out of our four goals uh, by pressing moments on the right with the right timing with Jordi, with Kevin, and with Ola. They did amazing, and then was kind of a medium low block. And play on transition and this team can do that that first ball uh, vertical with running players and and all the goals came like that and the last remark is we got a red card last weekend uh, against cincinnati because the player was going 1v1 with the goalkeeper now the explanation we get is that the ball was too far from kevin's feet and he didn't have the chance to go 1v1, and that's why it's only a yellow card. Can someone in the in this room uh, correct me if that's... Because that's not the case. Kevin was with the ball and Kevin was giving, going to finish. So why is not the red card? Uh, I still can't believe. Maybe because there is a rule that they can not punish uh, in the same action twice with a penalty and a red card at the same time. So I would like to have an explanation on that because uh, Three days ago against Cincinnati, for us, it was very clear. It was a red card and not for them. Because uh, otherwise, it's, it's nothing to three on the halftime, 11 against 10, and the game is over. And, uh, well, we, we still have players that are not able to play 90 minutes, like Jordi, like Kevin. We treat him like a king. Um, Ola was coming back from a concussion protocol. Ola is the only number nine that we have right now. Fit on the team, and we also wanted to keep him fit for uh, that important game against uh, Montreal. And at the end, we suffered. And this team knows how to suffer, knows how to stand up. Um, And and I I, I'm still a bit disappointed about the two goals we concede because I always strive for perfection, and I really want to keep the zero and a clean sheet every single game. But due to the circumstances. We get three points, but now we lose, we lose another important player like Bill Amit, that probably, probably will have a, a muscle injury. Um, and it's another one on the list. Um, but still, still the positive mood and the energy of this team make me believe that we have a chance against every opponent, even when we are only with 11 players and, and, and nothing else. So, congratulations to my team and, and the efforts they did. And when I say team, it's not only the players. It's the whole crew behind the team working in the shadows that make uh, uh, whatever it takes to to help these players to be ready to play.
0: Guys, what did you make of uh, Hernán's uh, post-match press conference quotes? Because there was a there's a few juicy ones in there, especially uh, towards the end with uh, the sending off remarks.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm... Yeah. I'm welcome to go first. I you kind of see a, he was sort of like, especially in American eyes and MLS eyes, that this is a coach that like, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you really follow his career and the kind of tactics that he puts out, you can actually tell that like, he really cares about this team. Yeah. yeah, He huge cares thing. about each player and he puts his heart into it every single night. And yeah, I mean, you know, Hernan can be a little emotional, but he cares.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you heard his voice in there and he was croaking and it was just that you, you could see, especially with the celebrations, as the goals went in, he was going full pelt. Um, in oh, he loves that
2: jacket. He loves oh, that, that jacket. bomber
0: jacket. Oh,
2: yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't wearing it
0: in the game last night, but. I think he was no, wearing no. it in the Cincinnati game and he just, yeah. just, I mean, he's just like, you make that look far too good. It's really <laughs> annoying.
1: Well, in the Cincinnati broadcast, he even made a comment about it. They were like, man, did like that looks really good. And they were like, yeah, that's a Mitchell and Ness <laughs> joint. And I'm like, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know you're doing something right when you're making the opposition team's commentary comment really? on your jacket. Yeah. But no, it's um I think the first, the kind of the first thing we'll just kind of run through it. So he was very um happy with the way the players played um yeah. and those who were involved um because obviously we we're starting to creep back up the injury list um and the amount of players that we're getting on there. So it's starting to get to back to where we were at the beginning of the season, but it's not quite there yet. Let's, let's be a little bit positive, Daniel. I'm looking at you here.
1: Well, you know, I, I have to keep on wondering, is, is Loudon okay? Are they okay? Because they seem to, you know, on a weekly basis, uh, they get a call from Daddy DC and they're like...
2: <laughs> Daddy DC! Can, can, can we have Daddy DC? Daddy DC! They're like, we we got a
1: skeleton crew as It's like, can we get... Who do you need? Like, can we can we can we work something out? Who do we have? I like who does? who I don't know. I, I don't pay a ton of attention to Loud and United, so maybe maybe they have a, a squad. of things are and... really
2: fun, actually. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll attest. Yeah, okay. they're awesome. I mean, first of all, you can get good tickets for like thirty bucks. Not but bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it is exciting to go. You go and you see players that like, if they're good enough, they're good for DC. Now.
0: Yeah, right. and I mean, did we send cool. Sauger down there for one game yeah. just to recall him back? And and we we're like, yeah, we're going to keep Bolivar as well. So you're just <laughs> going to lose, just lose someone. We're not going to trade you any loans.
2: And that's yeah, happened, I feel it. like I feel like some people get sent down there for um, for like a lesson and yeah. just to be like, <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> like I don't want to be harsh, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. You it is a lower league team. Um Yeah,
1: the, the quality's those, not as good. Those player benches are not as soft as they are on in Audi Field. So I mean,
0: they've only so... just managed to get uh, working toilets there for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, and and I think they've just had working showers as well. It's just like oh that stadium was. They not are ready.
2: they they are very cool games to go to. I will say, yeah. like, to if you want to go, so uh, I go to baseball games for this team called Big Train Baseball. and it's like a minor league baseball team but like it's all about the atmosphere and I feel the same way about whenever I go and see Loudon it's like yeah it's not like first division you know I'm not going to see like the best players but like these are guys that play their heart out and it's cool to see that and the atmosphere is great at Loudon
0: yeah yeah so, I think, is it the Stampede that you've got there? As in terms of like the, the fan group kind of thing, Loud and Stampede?
2: Yeah, they they do the Stampede, and then um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like high school leeches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, oh, I always get there, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's very cool to see. It's a team that tries very hard, and I especially love their commercial that they play on the DC United stream every single time. Well,
0: when the one when the guys are celebrating in the in the open goal, like, yeah, uh, he's,
2: yeah, and he's got he's got his foot on the ball, and it's like dun, 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 dun. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs>
0: For those of you who aren't, it. you need, if you've not been able to watch the DC United stream, it, it's there's some I mean I'm lucky enough to be able to li- legally watch it um there's some cracking adverts I think there was towards the end of last season there was an advert which still included Ben Olsen after he got sacked
2: No really
0: Yeah that was a bit I didn't awkward know that oh,
2: yeah. uh, It's
0: the oh which one is it It's one of the it's the advert where you've got the player who's lying down on the bench and they've got the guy who's really just digging right into him massaging him
2: I don't know. It's like, it's one of, it's, it's, one of the, it's
0: one of the orthopedic ones I think.
2: Okay. I think my favorite are probably the Eagle Bank ones.
0: Oh, no. I hate those. <laughs> oh. Well, that's why I love them. It's too loud.
2: so like are you kidding? Like this guy is screaming. Oh. In the bank, and this is like this is what we get and this is our sponsor.
0: It's just a horrendous advert.
2: Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible, but
0: I love it. It's memorable, that's the problem.
2: Yep, yep. And I'm sure they'll keep it for like a year, at least.
0: Oh, uh, Anyway, back back to actual football. (laughs) Should we actually go back there? Um, Back to Hernan's remarks. Yeah. Uh, Somehow we've gone off on a tangent. Um, Another one... Another thing is that he said in there was he's really pleased to how they're giving their life for each other. Yep. Um, a lot of thing that crew were banging on about before the game was how they were unbeaten since uh, October t- last year. Yep. Yeah, I spoke too soon. And then he and basically they used that to help motivate the team um, and to try and actually break in that run. And he also used the fact that there was no DC United players in the MLS All-Star team, yep. which he was really disappointed by because he believes that there's players in there. And I think I think he's right with that. There's a few players that should be in there. I think Gressel would be for me my top player that should have been in that yeah. team. Um, I agree. Hamid only didn't make it because he hadn't played enough games by the time the votes went out. He missed, he was one game down, which is really, really frustrating. But you know. It is what it is. There is those rules in place. Um, and the only player I would have said would be deserving of a place in there, actually, there's two, Nahar and Paredes. I think those two would have been a good shout yeah. for the team. I
2: mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with Paredes because he's just insane how... I mean, he nutmegs everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I think it was the Cincy one, wasn't it, where they decided to put some music to it. I was just like, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um our our on the field um, journalist. I can't remember her name. I'm so
0: sorry. Claudia Pagan.
2: Claudia. Yes. Yeah, Claudia like put up a great video of yes. Kevin going through and nagging the sky right on the end line. And it's just like, yeah, this kid gets it. Like yeah. this kid knows.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Well, you know, as the famous DC United chant goes, you know, they say our days are numbered, we're not famous anymore, but DC rules this country like we've always done before. And so, you know, there are there are times where, yes, you know, at, at a certain point, DC gets overlooked and, you know, yeah, we, ha- we have a ton of history and, you know, we haven't done... A whole lot in recent times, but you know, this is a team that has quality players. And I mean, it is shocking like, e- yeah, with, uh, I mean, even Andy, uh, e- you know how well he's uh, really come on with the team. Um, yeah, between Gressel, Andy or Paredes, uh, I'm, I'm shocked that um, none of those players got, you know, a nod. So, yeah Yeah. you know but that's sort of our perspective you know we follow this team uh so closely and you know i think i think this team's gonna have to uh knock a few heads to to get people to realize like you know they're they're the real deal yeah Yeah,
0: definitely um other things that you obviously came up on was um the game plan was clear for the team it was about all about the press um, which i think is kind of the plan for every single game it feels like but it worked an absolute treat in this one, um, especially with the two goals that came from, as what Hernan said, pressing at the right time. Um, it was a little bit of noise, struck frustrated, which yeah, I think I, I took that from the t- 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 the way he was talking, at the lack of the uh, red card for Columbus and that penalty decision. Um, I was told that it was a yellow because of the fact that KB didn't have the ball, but he did have the ball. Um It's just like, right. And how VAR didn't turn that over, I don't know. VAR looked at it. um, That's what Dave was saying on the broadcast.
2: Dave was really upset.
0: He was. Yeah. He was (laughs) fuming about it.
2: pretty, pretty upset about it. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like modern gaming what we get now. Um, You know, I feel better about actually having someone reviewing it and looking over it, determining it, um, they're going to know it better than I do, obviously. But, I mean, I always, the goal that always, like, comes back to me of, like, this is what made VAR is the Frank Lampard versus Jeremy goal. Or not goal.
0: Yeah, thanks for Um, reminding me about that one. Cheers.
2: Yeah, sorry about that. Yep. Um, but I always think about that to be like, this is why we have gold line technology, this is yep. why yep. we have VAR. Um, and it's like, you don't know if it's the best thing, but like, it's you know, it's better that than knowing and not getting, yeah.
0: The answer. Well, I have to say, MLS does it really well. Yeah, um, out yeah. of all the countries that use in VAR, I think MLS ha- is one of the top countries um, in terms of how they use it. If you look at the Premier League, I, I just don't even I want to talk about that because it's just abysmal. But you look at the um euro 2020, that was yeah. that was absolutely spot on. I think they did it really, yeah. really well. It was quick, oh, it was efficient. Uh, the referee was absolutely top-notch on that one. Um, other things that one last thing actually was about Kamara being subbed due to coming back from concussion and the fact that wanted to rest him for the Sunday game, which is, I think, is a wise decision at this moment in time. And Bill's got a muscle injury, um, which will mean he's probably out for at least two to three weeks at the very minimum, which means he misses probably about four games, which is annoying. But there you go, um, Daniel, you had hot facts listed down.
1: Yes, but but before we go into that, you know, yep. I think Hernan has a point in you look at the past couple of games and the number of yellow cards that are being addressed to teams. I don't know what it is, but you know, they're yeah, with with a team as injured as DC United is, it it makes one wonder if there's a degree of head hunting going on. Um, because you look yeah. at this game, you had three yellow cards uh, from Columbus uh, within the first half. Uh, and then DC only had uh, a faro picked up a yellow at around the 65th minute. So, you know, I, I wonder like to a degree, like what's, what is the level of head hunting happening? Uh, especially, you know, cause that's, that's a strategy I, I would not doubt is something that teams go into, especially when they take on uh, another team that is facing uh, a lot of injuries. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to say like that's a, a organized or planned thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, I think, uh, Posada has a, a right to kind of be upset about the way things have been going on uh, with his team. And and I will say as someone who was a former uh, youth coach, there was a, so I coached in the the uh, DC Stoddard Youth League and there was this bar. Oh, I played for
2: the travel team. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> nice, very
1: nice. Uh, there was a team that, that named themselves uh barcelona and they were possibly the dirtiest team i'd ever seen the uh level of um you know sort of like the foot stepping ankle you know uh tackles uh was was upsetting and and even for me like i'm i'm like you know i'm kind of a caretaker of these kids and like i'm like i was about ready to like hulk out on the ref uh because at the end of the game i'm like what is your name what is your name and he he told me his name and i sent a very stern email to the standard league after that
2: game You're like this guy this guy
1: absolutely i i he murdered my children (laughs) and i was i was very upset so i you know yes to a degree like i i get that like losada is like well what is going on here, you know? And, and yeah, he has every right to be upset about that.
0: No, definitely. So go on, go on, Daniel. Hot facts.
1: Hot facts. So, uh, you know, so go ahead of the game, uh, you know, uh, Columbus was touting uh, the, f- the fact that they had gone undefeated at home since whenever in 2020. Uh, DC answered by breaking a second record for them, you know. So Losada pointed out that you know they they broke that record of of um, you know defeating them at home, uh, but this game marked the first time in ten years since uh, Columbus gave up more than f- or four goals or more in back to back games.
3: Wow. So, just...
1: so not, not only breaking the home undefeated record, but also bringing up a record from 10 years ago and say, you know, Hey, add us to this list. So that, you know, that's, that's uh Losada, whether or not he was aware of that or, you know, but like, I think, I think he, he wanted to, to do something in this yeah. game. So I think, I think that's fantastic.
0: And just for the, um for people who don't know who that, previous game was against for Columbus where they conceded for was their uh, New York city FC, um, at the Yankee stadium, that yeah. well-known soccer specific stadium. Yeah. Not <laughs> going <down, not> <laughs> to go down that road. Uh, that's, and it, that's for a time when we actually play uh New Jersey city FC.
1: Yeah.
0: Depending on where I, we I, actually play them because you know, they haven't got a home stadium right at the moment. I,
1: I just want to add real quick, um, go for it. you know, on top of that, I think the chip that Losada has come into DC on his shoulder with, uh, I I don't know what it is. You could have fooled me if you said this was his first year coaching with DC United. Yeah. He has a holistic understanding of the culture in DC, what games mean the most to the team and and why they mean the most to the team uh for whatever it is you know i, I think he's just a really studious coach and i think he goes yeah. beyond just the tactical end of it but into the historical context of all of these games and and the fact that he sort of embodies all of that history right there yeah. is super impressive
0: if you look back on um, the interview that i did with her and I'm back in- earlier this year so that's season three episode two um for if you want to go back and watch that one after this one yeah. um we were talking about his history and how he plays and the way he goes about his business and he will just literally watch games upon games upon games just so he knows what's actually coming up um and you look at his instagram stories as well you can see he's watching loads of different mls games once that are not even looking at even involving the clubs um, coming up. It's just crazy how much he loves this game. And I'm all for it. He's a fantastic guy. He loves he loves that side as well. He loves the tactical and the analysis side of things. And I think the fact that we've brought on this company to automate that process a little bit more as well. Um, so if you go on to DC night's Twitter feed, you'll see that we've brought a company on from Paris um, to... Firstly, we set the rules for our tactical analysis for each game and analysis of different plays and things. And the system, this AI, will do it automatically for us. So instead of having uh, to watch the games ourselves and doing all that, we could just load it into a system. This AI will do it, compute it. And I think the, when I was training, it was about three hours. You got all the information that you need. It's just...
2: Wow, sir!
0: It is <laughs> unreal, <man>. Um <laughs> Lucy Rushton's brought that on um, our new uh, general manager, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's fantastic. But yeah, go and check out that episode because it is a fantastic interview. He was still in his hotel room quarantining when I was uh, able to interview him. He hadn't even visited the city yet. So wow. that was that was a good interview to get. And um, Ernan, thank you for following me on Instagram as well. Because it's great. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, there was one. The, I, I put a little story out, and the first person to view it was Hernan. I was just yeah. like, No way, yeah.
3: I actually That's told I, actually,
0: I know this is sad. So, Hernan, if you're listening, because I know you actually do sometimes listen to the show, I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little bit sad for this, but we you're adore being you. I know it's just like, I've got to take a <laughs> screenshot of this. And it's like, Hernan's the first person to look at my story. Is the only person. I think, actually, you no, know, it was when I sent out the um, story about asking for questions for tonight's show. Well, oh, it was oh earlier on this week, and he was the first person to be I was like, yeah, he still didn't ask a question.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> going to work on that. On, one.
2: I would love to play it right back. Um, I can play four to five minutes.
0: And- <laughs> about 45 minutes, it's four to five minutes. Four to five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go and go. Um, because I know we knew, Bill's now out injured, so I'm. Oh, Tom, oh. I haven't told you yet. I'm six foot ten.
2: Are you really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, there you
2: go. My my dating profile says that I'm six foot, but I'm five <laughs> <Hey>, eleven. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm always going to exaggerate, but no, generally I am six foot ten. It's just crazy. So Donovan Pines,
2: bird, yeah.
0: Donny Pines, he's yeah. only six foot five. He's got nothing on me. <laughs>
2: Wait, so I'm the shortest.
1: <laughs> you, you and I are the uh, same height, actually five okay. five eleven. So yeah. yeah. So
3: you
2: yeah. can say you can sit on my shoulders and we'll beat them up. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm so looking forward to coming back out there and actually beating everyone, so everyone can go. Well, I've obviously been out a couple of times as we were talking before we start recording. Um, so obviously, met a few of you guys out there, but it'd be good to get out there and actually do a proper DC UK meter because that's going to be be awesome. That's going to be insane. That is going to be off the chain, to say the least. Um, so shall we uh preview this weekend's game? Yeah, so yeah, let's go. So, we've got Montreal coming up this weekend. Uh, I don't know whether they are still in the impact or it's Club de Foot or Club Foot de Montreal. Club to foot. I mean, that sounds like you were beating someone's foot up. Because you know, geez, some of the team names. And to be fair,
2: they took a really French direction on it.
0: They did. I mean, mean, mean. to be fair, they are French-speaking, so you can't argue too much on that one. And I do kind of like their badge. It's understated. It's it's got a nice little meaning to it, and it's not Columbus Crew. Um, so you've got. So in their last game, they drew against Atlanta 2-2. They were down to nine men, but Atlanta were down to 10 men, which we'll um, actually talk about very shortly. Uh, because uh, Wanyama um, and Camacho are both suspended. So the club captain is out. And he's out because he decided to put his hands on uh, Joseph Martinez's throat. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. Was, a, that
2: was,
0: uh, it was a bit of a... Uh, it's a bit disappointing in the end because you saw the, the clip. And it looked like it was a big uh, punch up, but then you yeah, watch the full thing, like, and it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I was gonna The go clip, this.
2: the clip that they put out, made it look like this was some big bust up.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: but you actually watch, you know, like twenty seconds before and twenty seconds after. This is just like a moment where he yeah. just like grabbed them, and I don't know. I mean, where they're just running on emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest.
1: And to a degree that is uh yeah, I, I think it's con- it came to a head in this game um w- for the fact that like they have not had a good run uh in the past three games uh, even before Atlanta. So, you know, they lost to New England. Uh they lost to Intra Miami uh and and they are just really struggling right now. So, Yeah, uh, New York City actually was the other team that they lost uh, to as well. So um, going on a a three game, now four game losing or uh, sorry about that, uh, going on a three game losing streak and then uh, giving up uh, a a two goal lead to Atlanta to tie that game. um you know so 1.4 games that's that's a rough state to be in especially for a team that has quality to it uh you know there are spots on that team are really good Jordi Mihailovic uh is a a quality player uh you know so if that is a reflection of Wilfred Nancy's uh management of the team in, in recent times, uh, you know, it's, it's a weird thing to see uh, with Montreal. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic coming into this next game.
0: When they had a great start to the season as well, they um, which were just baffles me as to how quickly they've gone downhill, but you know, it's the way it is. This is how MLS goes. It's just, yeah. you can't, You can't go wrong at any point in the season because you do slip down that table so quickly. You look at us at the moment, we're now in sixth. Yep. And a few weeks ago, we were down in 10th and 11th, that area. So we've just suddenly shot up because we're on a four-game unbeaten run right now. Um, Just a little known fact on this, on uh, the club to foot Montreal's impacts head coach, Wilfred Nancy. I share the same birthday as him. Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I just there was something about him, and I think there's something something else about um, Wilfred Nancy. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, There was something else. Did you have a?
2: Did you have a? uh, You felt a personal horoscope connection?
0: No, there was there was there was something else. What else was it about this dude?
1: Is uh, I know literally nothing about. Wilfred Nancy.
0: Uh, oh, there's not Wilfred. It's someone else in the uh, coaching team. Um, okay. Let me just see if I can pull that up.
2: I've always, every time I watch Montreal play, I always think about the days that Drogba was on that team. Oh, that's, that was insane. So, such an odd, like, such a big, prominent player. I mean, we all look at Drogba and we're like, wow, that is probably one of the best strikers you're going to get yeah and Um, he's a Chelsea player and I don't like to talk well about Chelsea players but (laughs) well (laughs) it it was it was
1: great like actually getting the chance to see him play uh yeah like in in the flesh uh you know every time you know I think uh especially um Andrea Pirlo uh I I really kind of look forward to when um uh, new york would come down to dc uh because yeah he's he's one of my all-time favorite players and um just seeing
2: uh, i don't like italians anymore um, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. i'm very standoffish now yeah <laughs> but no i'm andre I'm perello i mean what a guy what yeah. a player.
0: Yeah. i have found the link there we go. Uh, there we go. Right, so we
1: we stalled perfectly. Yes,
0: we did. Uh, so on my current football manager side, I'm managing my team. Um, currently in like 20 26 27 season, I've I've won the Europa Conference League. I've won the Europa League. Football manager is
2: great,
0: yeah. Um, but the link. So I signed um, Ethan Ampadu from Chelsea,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I looked at who his uh, dad is. And he's um, assistant coach at Montreal uh, club to foot Montreal. Oh. No way. Yeah, Kwame Ampadu.
2: That's so weird.
0: Yeah. Wow. I was just I, I, you know, I look through the profiles just to kind of get to know the personality and things. Just oh, you when you do the interaction with them, you don't go ah, when they're like softly, in and yeah. because um, <laughs> you know that's just. <laughs> Got to love Football Manager for that because you can't I'm gonna, throw I'm gonna the bottle. I'm going
2: to this bag just to see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. Someone, so, someone's going to screenshot that and send it to me, aren't they? Oh, God. <laughs> um, But, yeah, then I saw Kwame Ampadu. I was like, oh, click on him. And he was uh, assistant coach at Montreal. I was like, oh, well, there you go. There's a nice little MLS link.
2: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah so there you go. So MLS UK show, if you need... uh a uh, UK MLS link. There you go. Kwame Ampadu. Um There you are. All right. So anyway.
1: I, I, I suddenly have Thierry Henry on my mind and I'm like, is he still in Monaco? Is he doing okay? No, he's uh, Belgium
0: now, isn't he? He's in... Yeah, yeah, he's the assistant... He's back there.
2: He's the assistant coach for Belgium right now. Yeah. Um, so he and was... he has a really good relationship with Lukaku. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so he obviously was... Uh, Montreal's head coach, and then he left because mm-hmm. of uh, family reasons, mm-hmm. um, and then went straight to co- go back to coach in uh, Belgium.
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think about him, and I think about Patrick Vieira, who's now at Crystal Palace. Yeah. And you think about you know, ex players being coaches, blah blah blah, and yeah. him and then Thierry is just like what. Yeah,
0: crazy. He, yeah, Thierry's not. I mean, there's some players who are just not built to be a head coach, and I think unfortunately Thierry yeah. is one of those guys. When you look at the likes of um, Phil Neville. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Villarreal? Was, was he it at Villarreal? No, that, that's so that's dead.
0: that was uh, Gary. Uh, Gary Neville was at Valencia. Uh-huh. Valencia. Uh huh. Valencia. Phil Neville, was uh, England. He was the England England women's head coach, yeah and I think he did. Did he go to Spain? I think he did have a spell in Spain, but I don't think he was a head coach. I think he was a, just a normal coach. I don't
2: know. I I only remember Phil as the head coach for England because he put a like awful tweet out one day. Yeah, yeah. But-
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, who who doesn't put an awful tweet out these days? Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, someone who decides to uh, call Lasada Ball Benny Ball. Yeah.
1: I was wondering. I was wondering if that was going to come up.
0: I was. I was. I was trying. I was going to refrain from it, but you know, I've had to go and say it. Um, yeah. I mean, Joe you know, Phil Neville's only managed England and into Miami, and he's doing awfully into Miami. But he still beat Montreal. Oh my God, he's that. Yeah.
2: He's that intern. Wow. I think. I
1: think Andre's problem is, and this was a problem he had in New York, is he just thinks he's better than every single player on the field. I mean, to be so- me, honest, he is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in most cases he is. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't so he doesn't know how to uh manage the emotional yeah. aspect of, of players. So yeah, I don't know. That that's probably a good well,
2: um there's this great like mentioning, you know, like a emotional standpoint. I will send you guys a video of Thierry Henry, and it's just like a voiceover of him on the sidelines. And he's like kind of abusive. I yes, mean,
0: yeah. I, th- I think I know the video you're on about because that was, um, wasn't that against DC? That clip?
2: It might have been, yeah.
0: Because I thought, it might I, be in the game I, I, before I, that one. Because um, I remember seeing that around very, the time we played. it on his
2: own players.
0: Yeah. Um, but to be fair, he did lead them to victory against us. So we can't really say too much. But anyway. Um,
4: <laughs> we don't but, have but, to talk about that. Yeah, we don't
0: <laughs> have to talk about that one. <laughs> um that was the chad ashton era um as a him as head coach which to be fair he did all right anyway back yeah. to previewing this weekend's game uh so they're on a four game stretch without a win they're currently eighth in the eastern conference at the moment so they've played seven teams so equal games to us they've won six drawn five and lost six they're on 23 points at the moment 23 wow. 22 Yeah, 22. Sorry, my math was a bit bad there. Their away record, so this is obviously an important factor. So they've played nine games away. They've only won two. They've drawn two and they've lost five. So they've lost the majority of their games on the road. Um, The previous game against us ended nil-nil when we played them. Not at their ground, they played at into Miami, but away from home. We dominated that game because I think we had 27 shots to their three or something daft like that. Um, we just couldn't find the back of the net but I think the way we're playing at the moment I don't think we're going to have a problem with that now especially if the Gressel-Kamara yeah. link-up continues and if Nahar can find Yodi Reina um, like he did in that cross with that headed goal which was just unreal I was
2: so happy he opened his account oh. it was
0: just the way he did it as well it was that yeah. I'm going to run away from goal and I'm going to head it back towards it and find the bottom mm-hmm. corner it's just that is and I think yeah, the, he, it's such amazing. a difficult thing to do, yeah.
2: Um,
0: and then the final thing about this weekend's game is kickoff time, which on the east coast is 8 pm, uh, central time for you, Daniel, is 7 pm, yep. And then for us over here in the UK, <laughs> it's 1 am, and for those in Europe, which I know we've got people in the UK who are in Europe, it's a 2 am kickoff.
1: Oh. Emma, my condolences. Oh, I was
0: going to say, bless her.
3: Emma,
0: <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, absolute shout out. I mean, I thought I was absolutely mental for staying up all the way through, but fair play to Emma for st- keeping with us. I don't think she was with us That's for last fan. night's game, yeah. but yeah, it's when you when you join us and you stay up till the late hours to watch the games. I think I think we can all give a little bit of respect to each other for that to say yes
2: yeah, i i mean i don't know what's more impressive staying up or finding a link to the game
0: no i but. mean <laughs> i have no issues i don't know what you're on right about
2: you're good i mean you're good but i'm thinking about like
0: yeah i mean yeah, uh, yeah i think emma um i, mean, I need to start out with a vpn to get onto the sites um I shouldn't really be talking this about this, but hey ho. Um, I know one of the lads um, who isn't in the Twitter group because he d- he doesn't trust himself with Twitter.
1: <laughs> I've asked him to come either. onto the show no. once or twice, <laughs>
0: and he doesn't trust himself because he might say something he wishes he won't. So, Stu, Fair. talking about you, uh, but he's now got himself a VPN, so he's all sorted out. So, there is ways that we can they can watch the games. Um, if you had no VPN, you can usually watch them through a betting website because they usually broadcast over here anyway. You just don't get any sure. country whatsoever, and it's usually very, very poor quality, but you can you can hear the head coaches on the sidelines. That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll do
2: that. Yeah. Um, I feel, I mean, just because we're talking about DC and, you know, yeah. being international fans, I the New York game, I actually brought a friend of mine who lives in my building um to the game for his first MLS taste and he's a Newcastle fan um
0: Uh, I'm not angry I'm just disappointed
2: (laughs) just just a little bit disappointed and I told him I was like look like MLS and Prem are really similar in a way like you know Newcastle's not very good and that's fine. And like the quality of play might be different, but like, it's like going to a Newcastle game.
0: Yeah. And the atmosphere is brilliant. I think yeah. atmosphere is far better than what you, I mean, granted the chance are not quite as good as what we have over here. Because we we like yeah. to have a little bit of fun with the chance. I mean, I he think a twi- he, bought
2: a, he bought a jersey, so I think he's, um, I think he's, you know, getting stuck in. Nice. Dan,
0: Dan's come and join us.
2: Yeah, I keep telling him to come and join. I bought like a Paredes jersey, and he bought one with no name. And he was like, "Oh no, like I just want to keep this forever."
1: Blank will never let you down.
0: Yeah. Blank. United I mean, you should. You down. If he was going to be a proper DC United fan, he should put "On Goal" on the back.
1: <laughs> or if he wants to be a real, real DC United <laughs> fan, he gets a he gets a custom jersey with a with boscovich on the back (laughs) because that is my deep cut all-time favorite dc united player was his like year and a half (laughs) his year and a half because i loved his set pieces i thought he was just fantastic (gasps) on those um
2: what a great throwback player too right
1: uh so so that's well and especially like you know uh you know he's also kind of like a deep cut you know, European player, uh, who, who I think, yeah, was just quality. He, he spent some time with, uh, Paris and yeah, I think he just showed a lot of creativity and, and vision with his set pieces. And that's that, you know, I'm a, I'm a set piece guy. I love watching those. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, he's, he's one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, yes, I think I will. Um, I think I will always be a counter attack kid.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
2: I love, I love being able to watch the transition switch, mm-hmm. and suddenly you've got like three dudes going up the lane, and yeah, ugh, I love it. <laughs> but like, I think being a Man United fan, that's why I don't like set pieces. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Wait, what,
0: what are you talking about there? We
2: are not going to set pieces. No. no <laughs> I, think in, I think we let in the most set-piece goals apart from, like, West Brom last
0: season. I mean, you're pretty good from 12 yards out because you get plenty of chances at that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's ridiculous how many times Man United get apparently. Uh, But we're not here to talk about Man United, are we? Come on now. let's move let's move to the actual proper United team I was going to say
2: the first United
0: team yes (laughs) right Um, so based on the fact that uh, the club captain of uh, Montreal is out uh, with suspension they're doing pretty poor at the moment on a 4 game winless run Um, they don't have a great away sorry
1: they're also going to be missing uh, Camacho yes he also picked Red yeah
0: um they're pretty poor away from home they've lost the majority of their games yeah. it's time for some score predictions so um I'm not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm gonna let you a little bit off the hook here. So i'm not gonna get you to go first so daniel let's hear your pessimism because you know you're always pessimistic
1: well here's the thing you're oh, you're, oh, you're, oh, you're, oh no
0: you're, don't don't you're be optimistic,
1: optimistic. Be optimistic. <laughs> i was gonna say i was like whoa you didn't listen to me earlier because of the state that uh, Montreal is in at the moment. I actually yeah. feel pretty optimistic coming into this match. Uh, there are some keys that I think uh, need to be in place for this prediction to come through. Yep. Uh, Kempin, I believe he's a solid goalkeeper. Uh, I do not think he'll maintain a uh, clean sheet because uh, if I were managing Montreal, uh, I would want to focus on kind of a long ball play i would want to put it over the top and try to get into the feet of mihailovich uh he's he's right now i would say their biggest uh attacking threat um kind of their main attacking threat right now uh and and he is going to be a guy that yeah the the deep-lying midfielders are going to have to keep an eye on uh and to a degree i think uh, Kempen will have to be more vocal I think that is the difference between him and Hamid is Hamid really embodies the sort of field general uh keeping that back line uh organized aware of what's happening um what we saw with the Columbus game is that in the confusion of it, and this is where their goals kind of came from we're in moments of confusion uh where you know bodies kind of piled up into the box and no one was really communicating where the ball was what was happening uh and that was very apparent in their second goal where
0: um
1: yeah i can't name the Columbus player who who scored that but he very cheekily kind of kept kept watch on it uh and and moved uh into position when uh the when Kempen parried it away uh so he was in in you know to a degree like Kempen he he was caught out of position he did not sort of shut off that wide angle into the net uh he he sort of uh lost track there um luckily I mean we came back and we were able to kind of put the dagger in uh but I think Kempen just needs to be way more vocal uh, to let that defense know what's happening. And and that's a quality that Hamid has always had. Uh, Secondly, I would say that um, they, they just need to play that high press. I I think, you know, like I was saying with uh, Montreal, I think they'll have to focus on the long ball. I think DC is just going to have to cancel that all out altogether. I think they're going to have to get into players faces and uh, n- not allow them to have an accurate ball downfield. So, with that said, if those two components can happen, I think DC comes away with a three-one victory this weekend.
0: Oh, <laughs> so Tom, um, based on that, are you from what you just said there? Are you going three-one as well, then?
2: I. I agree with Daniel that without Bill Hamid, we are going to concede a goal. I think that's just something we have to accept. It's probably going to be a set piece. It's probably going to be messy. Um, That's fine. And I just think that, like, you know, the one thing Montreal is going to do is they're going to put as many shots as possible because you've got a goalkeeper who's not regularly a starter mm-hmm. and they're just going to test them. Yeah. And I think we will concede one, but I kind of think that we're going to see a Oikomar goal and then we'll probably get scored on. And then I think we're going to have a set piece goal. Someone like Frederick Berleon. Oh.
1: And, uh. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it oh. sideways. <laughs> I think that, you know, he's a guy that can get up and can drive that in. And he, is that the, he is the
1: French David Louise.
2: He is the French David Louise. Um So, I mean, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One.
0: Two, one. Oh, okay. Okay. So, my turn. So, I, I agree with you guys about the fact that we're going to concede goals because... Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna happen, but I don't think Kempin starts this one. I think it's gonna be Chris Sites because I think, yeah, I I genuinely think it's gonna be Sites because the way Kempin flapped um in the game when he was came on, I think that to me that says I can't really trust him. But Sites, who's played already played quite a few times in the league, um, is a little bit more solid um than Kempin for me. I think he's he's more tried and proven. So I think it'll be exciting, but I still think we will concede a goal, possibly two. But I think we were running on good form at the moment in terms of putting yeah. chances away. I see another four-two. Oh,
2: that's such a do
1: you
0: four-two? Another four-two. Four that's what wow. I'm going with. I, I mean,
2: I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope you're right.
0: <laughs> It'd be a great game again if we get another four-two. Yeah, but I, 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 gen- I, think Kamara's he is bang on form. Um, I think Rainer is going to be flying on confidence now after he bagged two goals in. I think Paredes might sneak a goal, and I'm just waiting for Nahar to get the goal. I think we're all waiting for that to happen. And I think if he can do it at home, do it at Audi, I think that's just going to be insane. That roof, well, I would say that roof would absolutely fly off, but what roof?
2: (laughs) I was (laughs) going to say, power 16 for roof.
0: Yes, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I think I think four two for me. So so we'll go for that. So we've got a three one for Daniel. We've got a two one from Tom, and we're going to four two from me. Um, so we've come to the last bit of the game of the game, the podcast, uh, which is the fan <laughs> questions. The game, yes, yeah, so it's all a game. It's all we ever do. Uh, so we've got some fan questions um, sent in. We've had four of them come in. I've already answered one of them, which is at the beginning of the show. So thanks to Aaron for asking me how my holiday was. Um, I did get, actually I got some burnt I'm, I'm afraid to say I was proper proper English and proper northern tan lotion everywhere even on the top of my head wearing flip flops did I do my feet no I didn't no I had lobster feet and I had the white marks where the flip flops were
2: oh, yeah
0: no. that's the best
2: you flop tan.
0: yes on my feet right now are peeling like that, like mad. It is just horrendous down there. I would show, oh, but it, it's hurts. not it's not suitable for TV. Um, so yes, Aaron, it was a good holiday. I just got some burnt and drank quite a bit of beer.
1: Mm. Fair. Uh,
0: yeah. And took quite a few photos as well because we were staying down in sort of the Cornwall area. Um, nice little cove area called Watergate Bay um very nice cliffs and uh i need to eventually put them out on my uh instagram at some point even though you know i don't really use that one just use dc uk now um speaking of which if you want to follow me on socials uh facebook it's uh dc night kingdom fc same with instagram and on twitter it's at dc night kingdom get on it um right fan questions so keenan uh, over on instagram when i sent out the uh story to ask for questions in he's asked assuming everyone is fit. Who are your ideal choices for the back three? Uh, Tom, I'm going to come to you first on this one.
2: Oh, that's hard. Um, I think we have to have, I mean, if Canous is healthy and we have Frederick Brillion and we have Heinz Eichie, then that's going to be my three. I mean.
0: So you're having Knauss at the back? Sorry? Did you say Canous?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would want Canous. To play that stopper role okay. um, mainly because he does have pace and he is mentally sharp in playing a center yeah. back role and he's actually played before. Um, he played it for, I think it was like six games, six or seven games when back in 2019 and he knows it well. Yeah. And Yeah, I mean, he is a midfielder but he's also
0: a defender yeah that's fair that's cool daniel who's your back three
1: i would man uh i would go probably heinz uh burn and
0: pines yeah yeah maryland
2: boy
1: yeah.
0: yes i mean for me it, that's pretty much the same so i think heinz on the right side yeah. i'd have pines in the middle because uh, he's got that bit more pace about him so he can cover more ground. And I would have Burnbaum on the left-hand side. But then, that leaves the tricky situation further up the field because then you've got the likes of Nahar, who's been outstanding at centre-back this season so far. Um, yeah. Then where does he go? It's a tricky one, So, yeah. but I like the fact we've had this question in because it shows, actually, for once. We've actually got really good depth. Yeah, and I think it that's is. something that we've lacked for so long. It's actually yeah, good good it's depth. The
2: best problem to have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so go on, I, I Daniel. Think you would
1: probably you would probably have him, uh, probably have him and Canouse as kind of like deep lying midfielders. That's that's how I'd kind of structure that. Yeah.
0: I
2: can
1: do
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that for me that would work. Um, it's 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 such a good thing to have that have that depth and actually think. I, you then think about actually who are we playing, what style of players have they got, because then you can adapt who you've got into that particular situation. And think actually we'll have him on the bench, we'll have him as an impact player. And it's quite nice. So I, thank you for that question, Keenan. It's a really good one. Um, yeah. Second one is from Victor. Um, I, again, over on Instagram has asked, which players from the UK should DCU look at for potential signings? It's a tricky um, one because it, yeah. sorry.
2: Sorry. I I I have a player in mind that I'm just like, yep, this guy. Go on then. Um I think not even, I mean it's not gonna be this year, it's not gonna be next year, but I think eventually it should be Antonio from West Ham.
3: Oh. Yeah. Ooh. I think
2: I think he's a player that works harder than anyone else. And I think he would work really well with a Lasada ball tactic style. And he's used to being someone that can like go up and play the high pressure. Um, the one doubt I have is can you stay healthy? But yeah. he's he's probably my go-to, like this is someone I wanna see in DC.
0: I never even thought about it. That's a really good show.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm like two, I'm like two years down the line of yeah. like this is who I want. this is who DC should get.
0: Yeah. so for me, it's been a huge struggle to think about this because when I've thought about players and I've thought about the level i have I've been looking at sort of the championship level mm-hmm. um in terms and looking at sort of the younger side of players. So there's one particular player from the borough um, who I would love to see play over there, which is a guy called Nathan Wood. Yeah, I'm going to name him. Yeah. He's got pace. He's got a good, good uh, brain on him. Um, I think he would do quite well, especially again in the Lasada ball where you do need that pace and you need that strength as well. I think he would do really well. Um, And it's nice to not think about the top ends because we always think when you think of you're going to bring someone from another country, you always think striker, forwards, attackers. Yeah. That's the that's the guys who make, um, in perception wise, they make the biggest impact because they're the ones who put the ball in the back of the net. But if you don't concede, you can't lose your games, as well. Yeah. So there's that side of the of the coin. So for me, I was looking at that, and yeah, for me, I would have Nathan Wood.
2: Yeah, I feel that same way about um Ipswich's Wolfenden. Yes. Um,
0: Great prospect. Dude- he's so
2: he's so good and he's way too good for his switch. i'm i'm sorry uncle peter um sorry my my uncle is a sponsor for them and i know what yeah, yeah yeah so my uncle was the team doctor for like 10 years
0: i mean oh, uh, surname
2: it was it thwaites uh so it's peter woods
0: peter woods i'm thinking of something else yeah. then but that's yeah, insane so,
2: He was a team doctor, and then his company were the main sponsor for Ipswich. Um, So I went to three games with him, you know, like last Thanksgiving or no, I'm thinking pandemic year. So a year before that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's cool. That's pretty cool. And then this guy I saw play, and I was like, oh, this guy, like he knows. I saw them play against Wickham, and Who's,
0: oh, Akin Fenwa? Oh, who's just, who's actually, just like... <laughs> can, can we have him?
2: <laughs> yeah, like, oh my lord. This I mean, man.
0: you look at the MLS defensive just across the board, they're not that strong. So, having no, someone like yeah. Akin Fenwa, I just go, nah. he's a, he's a, he's a beast. He's a beast, oh, he's a beast he's and a so half. Good. Um, but yeah, uh, Ipsa, now have Ed Sheeran as their sponsor.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, I keep getting getting texts that are like Ed Sheeran as sponsor and he's now made it so that it's his tour as a sponsor. Uh, And it just looks so gross. The snake has ate his tail. And I remember like sending a a Facebook message um, to my uncle and being like, you okay with this? Like this
0: is that okay? Like, that's kind of, you know, it's a bit, I, It's a bit yeah. dirty, that tactic. That is not great. Yeah,
2: I mean, he's promoting his tour on, you know, your club shirt. and
0: uh, That's horrible. Well, he must be paying a lot of money to switch. do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Daniel, who would you have from the UK? So,
1: you know, your your show's going to drop in ratings now because not only do you have a filthy American on here um but i'm gonna out myself as a filthy casual because when you're talking about oh, these no. up-and-comers and championship level teams i'm like ha um to it you know, in my defense uh you know it, so the championship is not something that's ever been widely available uh or or you know or, or i guess um conveniently in America, available yeah. in in the united states uh, but being that uh espn has uh put up a lot of money right now uh to get the championship uh on espn plus but also uh they're getting i, I want they, i think la liga and and uh yeah. france uh are gonna be on there um uh, or no, I I want to say it was La Liga in Germany. Uh, anyway, La Liga's on
0: there because I've seen I've seen the tweets about that.
1: Yeah, so there's there's yeah, more La
2: Liga definitely.
1: There's more European uh, competitions coming on there. Uh, so I think you know that's going to expand my horizons a little more uh, into kind of like beyond the surface level. You know, big six teams. And then the 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 well known players, but yeah, you you really got me on that one. That was that's terrible. So are, are, you,
0: are you taking a pass on this one then?
1: I'm taking a pass on that. Fair one. enough.
0: So um, you can answer the next question then. Okay. Which is from Stu <laughs> Stu Cotton. Sounds <laughs> like
2: God damn
0: it. Yes, uh, Stu Cotton, who is a DC UK member and a long time listener as well. Um, he's asked, you now there's kind of two questions, two and one. Um, who's DC's best signing so far this season? And who's the best signing for um, MLS, in, MLS in general? Oh no, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. That one. So you took a pass. So oh, who's I, been,
1: I have to be front loaded on this one?
0: Yeah. So D. Let's just just start with the first part of the question. Who's been the best signing for DC so far this season?
1: Oh I mean. Man, I I want to say uh, up until his injury and and absolutely gutted about it but I I would have said uh Perez uh is is probably yeah. that. Yeah. Um I think there's a ton of potential there and in, in the injury is disappointing but uh the way he came in as a spark and someone who really fits in well with the Losada ball system uh, is is a great prospect. I think he's going to uh, make a big impact uh, overall.
0: Yeah, I, I think from your reaction there, Tom, I think you're on the same the same wavelength.
2: Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's who I was going to say. Yeah. He's think, had such an impact, and he's perfect for the at of so. Yeah,
0: I think I think that we're all in agreement on that one. I think Perez. For me, it's the fact that we got him from the re-entry draft. We've not paid big, but any bucks for him in terms of obviously his salary, but that's it. I think value for money wise, he's certainly right up there. I think if I was going to pick a runner-up, I'd probably go with Roberta because of the impact that he's had in the short space that he's been able to play. Obviously, he's had a couple of knocks as well, uh, but that goal against New York City, oh, that yeah. was that was a tidy finish. It was just the fact that he was just going, I'm just going to knock, knock it past you, take one touch. Knock a pass and then rifle it with my weak foot into the top corner.
2: Yeah, that was. I mean, he's, he's been a great grab.
0: I think Big Nige, as I like to call him.
2: Big, big Nige. If I have to pick a second, it's going to have to be an ending the hard for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. Yo, yeah, great shout.
2: Yeah it's, yeah. it's the comeback, and you can tell what a vet he is like on that team. You know, you look at it and it's like, "Oh, this guy's been on the team for ten years." It's like, no, like this guy—he had a break, at one point. yeah. yeah that, he that's that's
0: that's why I actually haven't picked him because I genuinely, naha, you you just I just think of him as just well, he's been here for donkeys years. But no, he actually, yeah. no, that's a fair shout. So, yeah, sorry, Andy. Um, you probably are the set. You, yeah, you're <laughs> probably actually you're you're the runner-up. Um, in MLS signing?
2: I don't want to answer this one. No, so. it's a difficult
0: one. <laughs> I, uh, I don't really take too much notice of who the other teams actually sign.
2: I'm always interested to look at the college players that come up. Um, I went to middle school with a guy that he ended up being the captain for UVA. And they won the national championship soccer that year, um, so I'm always very interested to like see who's coming up, see mm. like you know what MLS is producing, just because it's like growth in soccer in America. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and in terms of best signing, I mean, I'll defer. I have no yeah. idea <laughs> in, ter- in
1: I'm, terms I'm, of best signing.
0: Yeah. I'm going to defer on this one as well, Daniel.
1: Um, I am desperately looking through the... Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I will say uh, probably Mihailovich from FIRE to Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's fine. There we go. We'll yeah. go with that. We'll, that's we'll, mine too. Yeah, that's, 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 we're, we're in agreement <laughs> on that one as well. So there we go. Those are the questions that were sent in. If you guys out there if you're listening or if you're watching, I will look at the camera for this, but if you want to send in any questions, feel free to at any point, you can drop me a DM um, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Feel free to. I'm always open for DMs. Doesn't matter what you say to me on Twitter. I'm always open for DMs. I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave that one there. Just not about comment on that. Anyone else on Twitter on that one? Um, Anyway, um, we're coming up to the end of the show. So, um, Daniel, as always, thank you for taking the time out to come on and thank you to our new guest, Tom, uh, for making an appearance, uh, for the first time ever making your debut. What a fantastic debut. It's like you just scored a hat-trick so you can, uh, take home the match ball for this one.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's very cool to, you know, be able to express my own opinions about DC United and footy in itself. So
0: I like the fact you just called it footy. Yes,
2: yes,
0: (laughs) not soccer, not football, footy. Oh no, it's footy. Oh, it's soccer. It's soccer.
2: (laughs) Soccer. (laughs) 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 We're playing soccer.
1: (laughs) There is a great picture of uh it's um uh Jose Mourinho walking next to us I think it was at the MLS all-star game or something like that yes. but one of the mascots is holding up a sign that says it's called soccer and you've
2: got, oh, <laughs> you've <no>. got Mourinho
1: <laughs> walking right next to it and it is just kind of oh I I lose it every time I see that picture it's so good it is That's a amazing. fantastic one now <laughs>
0: I do love that one that's brilliant right um let's wrap things up um so i normally do a little uh where can you find you so um daniel as always where can people find you if they want to follow you on any socials
1: easy enough on instagram and twitter it is s dakota soccer
0: there you go nice and easy absolutely uh tom if people want to follow you where can they find you do people want to follow me well, why not? <laughs> I follow you. No,
2: it's um, it's at Snitch McConnell on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at ferson
0: 94 There you go. And for cool. myself, for myself, I've already said it once or twice in the show. So it's at DC Night Kingdom on on not on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. It's DC Night Kingdom FC because. Uh, DC Comics in the UK Decided to take DC United Kingdom. Gets. Oh, 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 Absolute gits. gits. <laughs> um, I've I they didn't they're not used, the Instagram accounts since like 2017. I've I was like, just give me the bluming name for crying out. loud Yeah, names. you're
2: just shaking
0: like <laughs> I've, I've sent I've sent DMs to that account. Just like just 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 give me it. Just
2: give it up. Yeah. Just right. give it
0: up. <laughs> you're not using it, just give it to me. I'll take it over. I'll look after it. I'll do, I'll treat it well. Um, if you have enjoyed the show and you want to come and support it, um, the, we, as we've mentioned throughout the show, there is a mini kind of a little international fan group. It's not official uh, in any way, shape or form, but we have many of us and it's always growing and it's always fantastic to see new people great, come in.
2: Great in the game group chats.
0: Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. It's just exploded recently. So.
2: I think, Can- I think I'm, I think I'm there for that. Great in the game group chats for yeah,
0: sure, definitely. So, head over to decentnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, there is, it's absolutely awesome. So, do come and join us if you want to support in any other way. Um, there is merchandise as you can see. Um, I mean, Tom and I are probably wearing right now. Look at that I'm nice the little odd t- man out oh. here. Yes, oh, we've oh, got man. to sort you out, Daniel. We've got to uh, yeah. look because Tom is a member, he's a paid member, he gets a, a special shirt he gets a name and the year he joined on the back of the shirt yeah i was actually very surprised by that i was
2: like oh 21 oh yeah it's 2021 <laughs> yeah
0: i think i think for anyone who renews um i've kept a note of, of membership numbers i'm thinking of will put membership numbers on the back of the uh, shirts for the next next round oh cool, i like that yeah uh so if you want to do that same link but you'll see a paid section on there. So come and join us on that. Um, merchandise, as we've just mentioned, T-shirts, as you can see here, uh, wall tapestries, which as we've both, me and Tom were talking about before we recorded, this is the smallest size. It's flipping huge. Wow. So there you go. Uh, but there is other things like pint glasses. You can get DC UK socks if you really want to. Because, I don't know, why not? Um, So go ahead and go and do that. Um, But there's also other things like Patreon and there's a new thing called Buy Me A Coffee. So if you want to buy me a coffee to get me through these long nights watching the games, head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash DC Night Kingdom, and you can buy me a coffee. Or I think I've labeled it as Buy Me A Pint. Because, you know, I'm English and we like drinking beer. So that is it. You don't want a
2: coffee at
0: (laughs) 1am? No, I'd rather have a beer. I'd be, I'd, I'd literally, I would not go to sleep if I had coffee at that time of the day. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. too late. Too late. Yeah. Unless it's a 3am kickoff, which I've done before. Uh, I think it was the San Jose game earlier on this season. I went to bed at like 8pm, got up, and that was me done for the day. And I stayed up to like 11pm. So I was up for a ridiculous amount of hours, 20 hours I think it was. Feels <laughs> like today I've been, i what time did I go to bed last night? 10 past three and it's 10 past 12.
1: Oh boy. Oh, we got to save you. We got to. It's I'm yeah.
0: yeah let's, <laughs> that's us let end the show. So thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitch or Twitter, thank you for listening. If your preferred method is using uh, your podcast player of choice. So let's win this next game against Montreal. Let's make it uh, a five game unbeaten run. And from all of us here on this show, Until next time,
3: vamos United.